Good morning from the Protoss newsroom. The date today is Tuesday the 10th of February and you're listening to the Protoss Daily. These are the main headlines this morning. Jack Dorsey's square is hit back at Craig Wright after he threatened to sue over its hosting of the original Bitcoin white paper. Yearn.finance has managed to restore funds it lost in a recent flash loan attack that cost it $11 million in crypto. And the scam site masquerading as long-dead Canadian exchange Quadriga CX appeared online this week. At the time of publication, Bitcoin is trading at $45,700, down 1.5% for the day. Avalanche has been the best top 20 performer, gaining 65% in the past day, followed by Binance Coin and Cardano with 28 and 25% respectively. Doge has been the worst performer for the day, down 12%. Jack Dorsey's Square has hit back over legal threats relating to its hosting of the original Bitcoin white paper. The company recently received a notice via Twitter DM from the lawyers of Craig Wright, the self-proclaimed Satoshi Nakamoto. According to the letter, Square was given two weeks to remove the white paper from its website or face the consequences. The action was part of an aggressive campaign started last year that saw Wright threatening to sue outlets that published the paper for copyright infringement. While some companies may have folded immediately, Square didn't and has instead countered with its own letter, demanding Wright to be more specific about his claim. What's more, the companies requested draft copies of Bitcoin's white paper. Square will be represented in the legal dispute by the cryptocurrency Open Patent Alliance, an organisation set up by Square with the aim of keeping Bitcoin and crypto free from patent trolls. This looks to be a spicy one, so needless to say, we'll keep you posted with any further developments. DeFi protocol Yearn.Finance has managed to successfully restore funds during a recent flash loan attack, which saw over $11 million of crypto disappear from one of its vaults. According to tweets posted yesterday by Yearn, the vault has now been restored after Yearn.Finance tokens from the Maker Vault were used to mint 9.7 million DAI. Just days before the attack, Yearn stakers voted to mint 6,000 new Yearn.Finance tokens, worth over $200 million, which inflated its supply by 20%. Along with the announcement, the team has provided a link to the transaction, which shows over 1.5 million Yearn.Finance tokens put forward as collateral to mint the required die. Although the lion's share of the total $11 million has now been restored, the attacker still managed to get away with a not-too-shabby $2.8 million. Crypto exchange Quadriga CX is seemingly back online and open for business after a new website appeared this week. Unfortunately, though, it's all a big scam. 
The fake site went live on Tuesday, using the same URL as the original legitimate site. And while it's a pretty good imitation, there are a few telltale signs that all is not completely on level. For starters, many of the trades recorded on the site, board posts and volume metrics, are a little off, with dates spanning two years and no values being updated. The real Quadriga CX was one of Canada's biggest crypto exchanges, but was found out to be a gigantic Ponzi scheme, with those involved spending and doing as they liked with assets stored on the exchange. Miller Thompson, the exchange's law firm, has responded to the scam site by sending out emails, warning former users to, quote, not use or attempt to access the imitation portal or provide any personal or confidential information, including their previous Quadriga ID or password. Sites like these aren't anything new. For example, the fraudulent BitKorea exchange forced the South Korean government to call emergency meetings and draft up new regulations on the fly when it posed as the crypto branch of Korea exchange. The Central Bank of Nigeria is continuing with its crusade to outlaw cryptocurrencies, despite them thriving in the country over the past five years. The bank has demanded commercial banks and other financial institutions to close down accounts dealing with cryptocurrency exchanges. It has also opened investigations into many accounts, blocking those suspected of being involved in criminal activity. Explaining its decision, the bank cited some of the risks involved with crypto trading, including loss of investments, money laundering and terrorism. One bank spokesperson said, The very nature of cryptocurrencies suggests that its patrons and users value anonymity, obscurity and concealment. The question that one may need to ask, therefore, is why any entity would disguise its transactions if they are legal. The bank also referred to comments made by billionaire investor Warren Buffett, who has previously called cryptocurrency rat poison squared, a mirage and a gambling device. While the bank's actions don't make cryptos totally illegal, it does make trading in them perhaps more trouble than it's worth, going even further than a similar 2017 directive that, while it prohibited banks from doing crypto deals, still allowing them to have exchanges as customers, provided they met certain requirements. Thank you all for listening. To stay up to date with the latest from the world of crypto, make sure you subscribe to the Protoss Daily on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all of the major podcast providers.